I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey, chickens. Uh, this is a bonus episode, a reaction episode. Um, I was contemplating doing it as soon as the news came out, and then I thought... No, that's what all those crazies do. Uh, <laughs> the people who were shouting and screaming about how finally the show is going to be taken back by someone good. Um, and I'm not one of those people, so why would I buy into that? Uh, so, yes, Jodie Whittaker and Chris Chibnall have announced that they're leaving. Oh, by the way, spoilers if you were avoiding news. Um, <laughs> so, uh, they've announced they're leaving in 2022. Uh, after three specials. And there also was, you know, the devil's in the details, as they say. Um, And right down in the bottom of the article, it mentioned that this year, uh, the episodes that are going to be screening will only be six episodes, not eight, as we were led to believe. Um, Which someone had kind of told me, uh, and I thought, no, 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 they'll do that. No, but they were right. I hate it when people are right. Uh, I hate it when I'm right. <laughs> you know, when my theories turn out to be true, I get really disappointed. <laughs> like, ah, oh, I predicted it. Boring. Um, so what does this mean going for? I had to do an interview on uh, ABC Radio in Adelaide on Friday after the announcement came out. Um, and... Uh, they'd read that, I don't know if you've seen, there's a Guardian article going around. Like, Guardian keep doing these clickbaity articles where they'll say, you know, Star Wars is the worst movie you ever made. Um, Things like that, just to basically get people fired up and furious. And someone had written an article for them saying, and it might not have even been the Guardian, but it seemed the kind of thing they would do. Um, Doctor Who should end. It's had its go, it's been on long enough, and now just, you know, let it go away the way it did in 1989 for about 10 years, and someone else can revive it, Who you know, when the the kids who grew up watching the Russell T. Davis era can become famous TV writers and take it over just as it happened before. And I'm like, 
that's not going to happen. Uh, anyway, so the ABC people had the producer, possibly the host, I'm not sure, um, had conflated the two things and decided that they were one, that Jodie Whittaker was leaving and that would be the end of the show. At least I think they just, maybe they were just trying to get far up phone calls and stuff. Uh, but I was like, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> I'm nice. Um, but yeah, like there was, you know, well, should it end? I'm like, you, like basically it's not going to end in 2022 when the 60th anniversary is in 2023. Um, so there will be a special, I gather the regeneration episode will be the 100th anniversary of the BBC. They're going to have a whole big 100th anniversary of the BBC thing in 2022. So one of the specials will be part of that or maybe all of them. Um, it'll probably go one all year, I imagine. Uh, so, yeah, the it's, it's a big job for a new showrunner to take over just for the 60th anniversary, which makes me wonder if there are plans for just one episode in 2023 and it's just going to be a big extravaganza 60th anniversary thing. Jodie will be back, possibly Capaldi, Tennant, whoever's available and wants to do it. Um, or, you know, the brand new Doctor. That's their first adventure is facing down some oldies. Um, who knows? Uh, and there's been a lot of talk of who should take over. Uh, apparently... Uh, J. Michael Straczynski, who created Babylon 5 and wrote a bunch of comics and stuff, and he's volunteered to uh, write Doctor Who. I don't think it's a much voluntary job. I think you get paid. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I'm sure there's hundreds of people who volunteered. Uh, of the current crop of writers who I'd like to see, this is a controversial thing, I would like to see co-showrunners because sometimes I feel like a single person gets in their own head and... When there's two of you, you... I mean, I know it works for me. I work better collaboratively. Uh, kind of chewing over something, kind of coming up with something. And I would love it if it was, you know, someone like Pete McTeague, uh, Tyke, Teague, <laughs> Peter McTyke, um, and Vinay Patel. Uh, you know who I think would be amazing is Sarah Dollard who wrote the Face the Raven episode. She's an Australian writer and I would just love that because she's friends with some people I work with. <laughs> um, but I think it would be great to have a female showrunner now. Uh, so that would be also an idea I think would be something. But the other thing is maybe uh, someone who is not a Doctor Who fan. Because it's been all Doctor Who fans. Like, the three showrunners have all been huge Doctor Who fans. And it might be interesting to get someone else's take on it. Not someone who hated it. Not someone who hates Doctor Who. Maybe someone who's just vaguely interested as opposed to someone who's who knows the ins and outs of it like the rest of us do. Like, so you get a whole new take on it. Like... There was, uh, I saw someone on Twitter say, oh, the new showrunner should be someone who wants to bring down the government with Doctor Who, which was Andrew Cartmel, who, who was the script editor for the last three seasons of the original series for the Sylvester McCoy era. Um, that was his idea. He wanted to take down the government. <laughs> and that, that was his reason for doing, you know, what he was writing and what he was doing. Um, the Happiness Patrol certainly seems like... <laughs> A very uh, anti-government stance, but yeah, I think, I think yeah, I I would I would like someone who has not 
does not is not completely steeped in Doctor Who lore to take over. Not someone terrible. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes some people take over shows like that and they're no good. Uh, the other thing is, as far as casting goes, look, you know what I would do if I was the showrunner, if I was the boss of Doctor Who, and I'm not applying because, you know, who wants that in their life? Um, just same as I'm not going to run for office. I, I, I just don't want those people around me. Um, but... I would, uh, I would kill the doctor. I know, you. I just did say that. I would have the Jodie Whittaker doctor be the last doctor. Have an irreversible. It's the end. She dies, and the next series starts with the Joe Martin doctor, and we pick up from where we left her at the end of Fugitive of the Jadoon. That would be exciting. And we just follow her and her story from now on. Um, Because who knows how many regenerations before she became the William Hartnell Doctor and had her mind wiped. Like, who knows? And maybe the Doctor did find out something about Tiki Tiki Tata and <laughs> the Timeless Children and all that kind of malarkey. Uh, I would I would love to see that. I, I thought Joe Martin did an amazing job and, you know, how exciting for the next Doctor to be one we've already seen. Like, you go, oh, right, I get it. So that's what I would love to see happen. Um, and as I've said, my theories never turn out to be true. So I... Would that's that's one that I would be excited to have come true, but totally not holding my breath. Frankly, I'm sure you know they've got their own ideas. You know, my favorite um, ideas of casting. I always thought Jared Harris uh, would be a great Doctor. Uh, you might know him from Chernobyl. He was the Queen's dad in The Crown. I mean, he's been in everything. Um, he's one of my favorite actors of all time. He's Lane from Mad Men. Uh, so. That's that would be my dream casting if you know we were casting men, um, but yeah, I really think Joe Martin should be the Doctor, like the the Ruth Doctor, the Fugitive Doctor. I want to I want to know more of those stories, and also like she's kind of uh, off the chain, like a, a little bit more kind of dangerous than the Doctor. Like doesn't have these centuries of I've behaved well. And tried to do the right thing. So, yeah, I would really, I'd be interested. Now, one thing, I did watch the Comic-Con panel because I'm a, a glutton. At the very end of it, Chris Chibnall said, I've got one word about the new season, which is swarm. And I was like, oh, oh my God, the swarm from the invisible enemy. Contact has been made. And I'm like, oh, no, they are not doing a living embodiment of a virus. <laughs> There's no virus. <laughs> In Doctor Who. Like, just virus is a bad word at the moment. But after he said that, I thought, oh, I'll go and listen to the... Um, they did a sequel to The Invisible Enemy, uh, Revenge of the Swarm on Big Finish. It's a Sylvester McCoy episode with uh, Ace and Hex, or Hector, anyway, Philip Olivier's character. Uh, so um, there is a bonus episode where I've listened to that over at patreon.com forward slash Adam Richard. Um, and one final spoiler, hang up now if you don't want to hear it. 
But Stephen Moffat posted on his Instagram, he was sad about Jodie Whittaker leaving, uh, you know, he's a tumultuous time whenever a doctor changes, and said he's looking forward to her doctor meeting <gasps> the Weeping Angels. What? Oh, my God! <laughs> ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs>